How do you get more exposure to literally any of your content? And not just exposure, how do you get someone to be aware of you and then to love your content, to engage with it more, to participate in your community, and then to become a community advocate, a stark raving freaking fan of what you do? That's what we're going to talk about today. It's going to be really good. I have not shared a lot of this stuff before. I don't think I've shared most of these strategies before, so let's get into it. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Stream Coach Podcast. I cannot believe this day is finally here. We've talked about how to grow on YouTube, how to grow your Twitter, how to grow your Instagram, how to grow with a podcast, and how to use streaming to grow all of those things, as well as how to grow your stream. But with all of those platforms, this is the episode that you need because Every single one of those platforms can have a lot more power and growth behind it if you know the things that you need to know to grow and manage a community. So that is what this entire episode is going to be about. We're going to talk about how to grow someone's awareness of you and then how to take that awareness that they have of you and get them to get really involved in your space. If you're someone who's struggled with, uh, let's say, exposure, if you've ever said, I just need more exposure, I just need more eyeballs, this is the episode for you. If you have struggled with people stopping by your stream or retweeting you or following you somewhere, but they don't really engage anymore, this is the episode for you. I've actually just spent all day today filming a YouTube video, so if my voice is kind of weird or if I seem a little bit tired, that's why. But I have to get this episode filmed today because it has to go up and we're a little bit behind on episodes right now, but I want to make sure that this podcast stays consistent because as we all know, consistency with anything that you create is just really, really important. I'm a person that is very much willing to let social media slide in order to get the macro content out on time, like YouTube and the podcast for now, since I'm not really streaming, that one doesn't really count, but I really want to make sure that these keep getting out to you consistently I'm struggling just a little bit with how much is on my plate right now, but that's okay. Mama's going to work late tonight so that she can make sure that you get what you need. Okay? Okay. All right. Before this gets any weirder, let's go ahead and jump right into it. So the first thing that we need to think about in order to start this process is put ourselves into the mind of our audience member, our follower, or our viewer that we want to go from not knowing us at all to knowing us, liking us, trusting us, and getting heavily involved in our community. And this really happens in two steps. So step one is awareness. They have to become aware of us. They have to know what we're doing and they have to opt in in a way by either following or watching the stream or watching our YouTube videos, subscribing, something that shows that they want to get to know us a little bit deeper. 
And then the second step is once they have opted in and we know that they want to get to know us a little bit better, that's whenever the community strategies come in. So you can't have one step without the other and they have to occur in that order. So first, let's focus on awareness. Something that's really important with your awareness is that you actually develop a plan for how people are discovering you. So your awareness plan will take that audience member from the point of first discovering you to being an active community member. The entire point of your awareness plan is that it's going to grow you because it helps those viewers and audience members figure out how to engage with you and it helps them decide whether or not they should engage with you deeper. And awareness is really important because having really great awareness, having really great engagement is where growth comes from on any platform. It doesn't matter what platform you're on. If you can create a ton of awareness about what you do and you have a lot of people who are engaging with it because the the content is really compelling, that's way more likely that you are going to get growth. So if you have ever said, I just need more exposure, I just need more eyeballs on my content, It's not the eyeballs that you need on the content. You're thinking about it backwards. You don't necessarily just need more exposure to the content that you have. If your content isn't getting the exposure on its own, it's likely that it's not something. It's missing some kind of element that's preventing it from getting the awareness on its own. So in order for you to get more eyeballs on what you're doing, you have to grow awareness of what you're doing by having the content that's so great that it's being shared, it's being discovered organically. The problem here is that whenever you are just starting out, you don't have a lot of traction. You don't have a lot of momentum. You don't have a lot of people who are paying attention to what you're doing. So what we need to do is we need to think about how we can create social proof for ourselves. I just talked about social proof on Twitter. Essentially what it is, is human beings think that things are better when... (laughs) groups of other humans are congregated around them. So in terms of streaming, social proof works really well for the channels that already have a lot of viewers and it works actively works against the channels that are smaller, that don't have a lot of viewers. So what does this mean? This means that the channels that already have all the viewers, it's really easy for them to convince someone to come and hang out with them because there are already a lot of people there and the social proof that that space is valuable is really high. So if you have zero to five viewers, the social proof for you doesn't quite exist yet. And so when someone sees those lower numbers, they think, oh, the space is less valuable. No one's really here. And so they're less likely to engage with you or to spend time in your space. So how do we take someone from not knowing who we are, not being aware of us to seeing social proof? From what we do, right? Because we have to create some level of social proof in order to convince other people to spend time in our space. There are a lot of strategies to do this, but I'm going to cover a few here that you can use to generate some awareness, and then we'll talk about what you should do with that awareness and what to do when you have momentum. 
So a good awareness plan can contain a few different components. We've got an icebreaker, quick wins, showing the change, responding, becoming micro famous in someone else's community, and we have going door to door. So going door to door, think of yourself like you just started your own business and no one really knows about you. There's no word of mouth yet. You don't have a ton of sales. So what do you have to do? You have to go out there and do the work yourself. You have to put your shoes on the ground. You have to walk your butt from door to door, knock on those doors and sell whatever it is that you're selling until you have enough customers that are happy with your product to the point where they are telling their friends and their family to come to you too. And that's whenever you don't focus as much on the door to door sales. And instead you focus on how to get more word of mouth recommendations. Most of us are in that door-to-door phase as a content creator. Until you get momentum and traction, you can't just rely on other people sharing your content naturally. You have to be the one that goes out there and shares it with people first. So that's door-to-door. The next, becoming micro-famous in someone else's community. So this is a strategy that is not talked about a lot and I truly believe should be talked about a lot more because none of us really see success without relying on other people, right? It takes a village to raise a child. It takes a village to raise a content creator, essentially. Like we are all working together and supporting the people that we believe need to be supported. It's likely that you've gotten support from someone in the past, or even if you haven't, you have seen those creators who have gotten support from the people who are very successful, right? There are a lot of very successful streamers who in their come up, their entire awareness plan was becoming micro famous in someone else's community. So I believe, oh man, I can't remember who it was. There was a really, really famous streamer, a very popular guy who uh, hung out in someone else. I think it was Lyric, actually. I think he used to hang out in Towley's stream and he became really well known there to the point where whenever he started streaming on his own, he already had a large community that was there, showed up for him, and he had that viewership base already. So becoming micro-famous in someone else's community isn't about taking attention away from somebody else, stealing someone else's viewers as if they're people that as if they're not people with their own like choices, right? Instead, it's about giving what you can and helping another community to the point where you become so well known for being helpful or funny or you solve this specific problem for people and everyone in that community knows you for solving that specific problem and that is where you get your initial traction that initial jump that initial social proof to show people hey my space does matter and you should spend time here too So then we get into the other ones, right? So let's talk about breaking the ice. So this is all about being real with your audience. The goal here is really to introduce yourself to new people. I mean, the goal with all of these awareness generation strategies are really just to introduce you to new people. But 
breaking the ice specifically is done through your content. We've talked about this before. Your content should always inspire people or entertain people or educate them, connect them, but it should also tell your story. So especially with YouTube, something that's really important is storytelling. YouTube, Instagram, TikTok. I mean, there's a reason that these are some of the biggest platforms. They're also the most visual platforms, and it's because the storytelling component is so huge for them. But storytelling is a fantastic icebreaker that people on other platforms aren't utilizing nearly enough, especially not streamers. Having a great narrative that is emotional, that tells people who you are, where you've come from, and provides them the context that they need in order to get more clarity about who you are and what your space does is going to draw more people to you because human beings are drawn towards clarity and we're pulled away from confusion. We don't want to be around spaces or people or ideas that confuse us. We want to be around the things that make sense because they're easier for our brains to digest. We've got a million billion other things going on. We don't want to have to spend the time figuring out what this streamer is doing, what this YouTuber is all about. We don't want to have to figure it out. We want it to be easy for us. So having a clear narrative that's present is going to help us break the ice. But in general, breaking the ice is going to be done through your content. So you just posting YouTube videos or podcasts or social media or streaming is going to help people get to know you a little bit more and become more comfortable with you so that that way they will eventually, hopefully, open up and start to engage with your community a little bit more. The next thing that we can do is create a quick win. So if you've gone to business school, if you've researched business at all, you're probably familiar with a quick win, but this is a really simple strategy that I would love to see more people in content creation utilizing because it is so simple, but so powerful. So a quick win is a simple, like I said, immediate transformation that you cause for your audience. Typically, this is done by some kind of strategy that is unique to you. Some people do this through challenges. Maybe it's a private community space. The way that I used to do this was through my question of the day strategy. So I would tell everyone who came to my stream who was struggling with how to get more chat interaction on their stream. I would say, use the question of the day strategy. Take a question that is uh, that matches your brand, that fits with what you're doing and the things that you want to talk about. Make that question the title of your stream. You're going to notice that people who have never been to your stream before are going to come in and some of them are going to just answer the question. They're not even going to say hi first. They're just going to answer the question. Even some people who have been to your stream before are going to come in and they're just going to answer the question without even saying hi. So you have the opportunity now to see the answers from everyone who comes into your stream. And even if they don't answer the question, they come into your stream and you can say, hi, so-and-so, really good to see you today, and then ask them the question. Uh, is a hot dog a sandwich? Whatever, right? And then they answer. So you get answers from hopefully everyone who is talking in your community and 
all of the people that respond are able to see everyone else's responses too. So it creates this conversation that happens during the entirety of your stream and it helps people get to know each other better. It helps people get to know you better and it gives you the opportunity to connect people that have similar answers. So it's a really easy way for you to once again break the ice between your community members because the biggest thing as a streamer is not just selling people on how cool you are, but being a space that feels like a community. It's not just about you, it's about how you connect people to each other. So that was my quick win, right? I would tell people, pick a question, make it the title of your stream, ask everyone who comes in, come back and tell me what happens. And everybody loved it. I would use that strategy all the time. I would see other people using that strategy all the time. And it was a really great quick win for people to see an immediate improvement in their stream and in their confidence in their broadcasts. So that quick win would convince people that I could help ease their frustrations with that quick win, right? And it made them believe that I had other strategies to potentially help them ease their frustrations too. So you need to think, what are people coming to me for, regardless of the platform that I'm creating on? What are people here for? What kind of transformation can I provide for people? Am I entertaining them? Am I educating? Am I connecting them? Am I an ins- inspirit- inspirator? Do I, do I inspire slash motivate you? What is it that I'm here for? And how do I create a very quick, simple, immediate transformation that is a unique strategy to me that I can share with people no matter what platform they find me on? So our next strategy is after we have that quick win, then you show that transformation. So essentially what we're doing here is we're creating social proof for you instead of waiting for people to congregate around you. We're taking those five people who are already there, those three people who are already there, those 30 people who are already there, and we're using their stories to convince other people that our space is valuable, to convince other people that they should come and hang out with us too. So showing the transformation is a piece of content that shows everyone how impactful your stream, your Twitter, your YouTube, your whatever is. This can happen in a lot of different ways, but I believe the easiest way is through videos from your audience. So you show the transformation you've caused for others, and this convinces new members that you can transform them too. Imagine you have this quick win, right? And someone tells you that they used it. After your stream or maybe in the YouTube comment section, you message that person and you say, hey, that's so cool that this worked for you. I'd love it if you could record a really short video and just tell me what life was like before you tried this and what life is going to look like for you after you've tried this. I'd love to have that just so I could share it on social media and show other people what we do here. 
So you start asking this question of more and more and more people that use your quick win. Eventually, you've got 10, 15, 20, 30 videos you can throw up on social media or use during your stream or put in a podcast or put in your YouTube videos that shows people that what you do is valuable. You're basically creating testimonials. And a testimonial is a... Uh, comment about your services or your products that uh, is a, I mean, it's just, it's a comment, right? It can be positive or negative. Typically they're positive and they're essentially there to share the stories of people who have used your product or your service. And that social proof component can convince other people to buy into your product or your service as well. But no one is using this for streaming. No one is using this in content creation because it takes a little bit of effort. But if you're at the beginning and you don't have a ton of momentum already, why are you not using this ability to create social proof for yourself to get that momentum? momentum rolling to get to the point where you don't have to do that anymore, right? But you have to put your boots on the ground first. You've got to do that work first. Then our next strategy is respond to everyone. So this is a huge advantage that smaller creators have over large creators. Larger creators don't have the time to respond to everybody. It's impossible. You can't respond to all the DMs. You can't respond to all the messages. To this day, I struggle with this. I haven't been able to keep up with my messages for years now. Years, y'all. And it's not that I don't try. I do. I spend so much time on it. It's just impossible to get through them all. And so learning how to, to let specific messages go and not respond and figuring out the things you should respond to versus the things that you shouldn't and being kind to yourself and not guilting yourself for not responding to everything is so, so, so important. But when you're small, you don't have that stress. You can respond to everyone. And the goal here is respond to everyone to show that you care about your lives, because about their lives, because People aren't going to care about you until you express that you care about them first. This is typically why you get the recommendation that whenever you're creating content, think about your viewers first. If you want to make a million dollars, you have to help a thousand people make six figures first. If you want to be a billionaire, you have to create millionaires, right? It's the same concept. If you want a ton of followers, you have to help other people get followers first. If you want a ton of subscribers, subscribe to other people first because it's not because you're doing something with the expectation to get something in return. It's because people don't know that they should care about you until they see you caring about them or caring about other people first. When you're small, you have this advantage. You can respond to everyone talking to you. You can follow whoever. You can keep up with your audience. And you should utilize every single second that you possibly can to do that while you can because you are not going to be able to do that the entirety of your career if you're following all of these steps. So to recap everything, we broke the ice. We created a quick win, showed the change, we're responding to everyone, we are becoming micro-famous in someone else's community, and we are going door-to-door. When you execute all this correctly, a good awareness plan is going to convince people to get involved in what you're doing. So then we go to step two. 
which is we get them involved in our community. Now that they're aware of us, they're excited because they know we're going to transform them somehow. Now we really bring it home. So at this point, people are aware you're being discovered, but what you do next is either going to retain those people or it's going to drive them away. In order to retain those new viewers, followers, subscribers, and make them stay, you have to connect these new people, not just to you, but you have to connect them to each other as well. Like I said earlier, that's really the magic in creating a community. It's not just showing people like, look how cool I am, look how attractive I am, look how funny, interesting, smart, entertaining, whatever I am. It's look how funny that person is, look how educational, how much they can teach us, how much we can learn from them or be entertained by them, how much they can make us laugh. It's highlighting the other people in your space so that people feel like they can get value not just from you, but from everyone else who's hanging out there too. So getting people to stick around like this happens in in two stages. Like I said, it's you make them aware and then they become engaged. But then they also go from being engaged to being a huge community advocate and making someone obsessed with you and your content and your community like this is really a process. This process, your goal is to take someone from being aware of you to being consistently engaged, right? We're going to cover a lot of different ways for you to do this. So there's a ton of different strategies here. There's a lot of different ways to get someone to spend more time in your space and to become consistently engaged with you. I actually asked a question on Twitter like a month ago or so, and I asked, what does it take for you to get involved in someone's community beyond just watching the stream, watching their YouTube videos, listening to their podcasts, looking at them on social media? How do you get involved in their Discord, consume all of their content, spend time really becoming like a huge fan and advocate of them and a lot of people said the space has to do something for me beyond just give me content it has to help me it has to help my life it has to transform me somehow and I think that's something that a lot of us don't take into consideration because there were people on that thread who were like yeah it doesn't really matter why think about this and that's fine. There are a lot of people who they can grow their content, grow a community and not think about these things. But if any small little piece of wisdom in here is going to help you improve your content, even just 1%, why not? Right? Why not give it a shot? So that being said, here are the seven different ways that you can get someone to engage with your content more. One is let them lead, let them decide, create a challenge, show behind the scenes, name them, bring them together, and feature them. And we're going to cover each one of these individually. So let them lead. When you let your community lead, you're basically showing that you trust them. As I said earlier, you're essentially highlighting the people in your space so that people know there's not just value from you, there's value for the from the other people that are in your space too. So you're allowing your community members to be influential. 
The thing here is viewers, followers, subscribers, they're more likely to spend time in spaces that can make them feel influential, that can put them on a pedestal. This is why people are desperate to be recognized in popular streamers' chats. Like, people are commenting, commenting, commenting like crazy, and they just want to be recognized. They want their message called out because if they can hear their name called out in front of 10,000 other people, wow, that's really cool, right? That person is going to feel like they matter more than the 9,999 other people that are hanging out there. There was actually a study done, and I've talked about the study a lot throughout my career, but it's out of the University of Finland and a handful of universities in Australia, and it showed the motivations behind live streaming viewer engagement. One of the biggest motivations is that people want to feel influential. They want to feel like they have some level of influence in your space, not just on you. They don't just want to feel like they can influence you. They want to feel like they can influence everyone who's there. So while you might be the influencer, you should not be putting your, yourself on a pedestal. You should be highlighting the members of your community because people want to invest into your space more if they know that they have the ability to grow inside of it. This is the entire like becoming micro famous in someone's community, right? Awareness strategy. Now this is the other side. You're the person who allows someone to become micro famous inside of their community, which means that people are more likely to want to be part of it because they know that they can grow themselves and grow their notoriety and their influence in your space too. And it's not just about you. But another thing that you can do to help people feel more influential in your space is by letting them decide, which is our next step. So a lot of people realize that letting viewers choose something about their content is a really great way to help people feel ownership, right? We see this with live streaming all the time. People will say, uh, they'll ask their viewers, what's my, what's my weapon? Or what should I do during this game? What character should I play? We ask questions to allow people to have that level of control over the stream. And, and we use this in, in YouTube, podcasting, other forms of content too. But we rarely use this strategy to its full power because we get the the smaller idea, right? We get the idea that if someone is able to decide what happens in our game, then they're going to feel really cool, right? We get it on that level, but we don't get it on the level that letting people decide and have ownership over what we do makes them feel influential over our space. And there is a way to let people decide and have that ownership in a way that's 100% unique to us. So instead of regurgitating the same old like, oh, what, what character should I make? What video game should we play today? Instead, figure out a way to do this that is 100% unique to you and your content. Find a way to allow people to have some level of control and influence over your content, but... Don't let them have control over your positioning. So I see a lot of streamers get this wrong where you let your audience choose the games that you play. 
I believe this is a really bad strategy because you are letting your viewers choose the positioning that your stream has. And especially if you don't have a YouTube channel, social media, you're not being discovered anywhere else, discoverability of your stream through your streaming platform is the only discoverability system that you have. Positioning is your almost your only tool. There's still raids and hosts that are a tool for discoverability, but positioning is the only consistent, reliable tool that you have. And if you are giving the control of your positioning away to your audience, they're not going to make the best decisions for your stream and your community to be found and for you to grow. So don't let them have control of that, but let them pick inside of the game that you have chosen for that great positioning. Let them make choices inside of that. Maybe whenever you fail or whenever they they tip $10 and you put a blindfold on and you have to play blindfolded or something. I don't know. There's a lot of, of different ideas that you can come up with though now that you know a little bit more about this concept. Sit down and ask yourself, how can I let viewers decide and have ownership in a way that's 100% unique to my channel? The next thing that you can do is create a challenge. So I don't really see this used at all when it really can be. Uh, I, I think it would be really interesting to see content creators utilize challenges more. So challenges help engage your audience because it allows them to achieve something together. If you want to help them form a group identity, this is something that's really important. We'll talk about another way that you can help them form a group identity here in a minute too, so make sure you keep listening. The more that you can unite your community for a common goal, the easier it's going to be. Oh, this is so good, y'all. This is so good and Seriously, if you take anything away from this episode, make it be this. I know your ears are perking up right now, so here it is. The more you can unite your community for a common goal, the easier it will be to mobilize them later for charity, partnerships, or sponsorships. If you're a streamer who's like, nah, girl, I don't want to make ebooks or courses or sell products. I don't want to monetize my own stuff. I just want to work with companies cool, you better know how to unite people to achieve a goal together. You better know how to create sales for those other businesses. You just can't get away from selling, whether it's for your own products, your own company, or for other companies that sponsor you. You have to learn this skill. You have to. And this can be really powerful because whenever you learn how to mobilize people together as a unit, you really become unstoppable. You can help have them help you achieve follow goals or view goals or subscriber goals or sponsorships or collabs, getting specific people on for uh, collaborative content that you never could have worked with before. Imagine like if I tried to reach out to Oprah, <laughs> right? It would be something ridiculous like that. But if I really wanted to do that, I know that I could come up with a way that would get y'all invested in that idea. It would get my Discord, my YouTube, my stream community, everybody would be behind me if that was something that I wanted to to do. Oprah, love you, girl, but I'm, I don't know. I'm a loner, so I'm just going to be over here by myself. It's fine. <laughs> that sounded really sad. <laughs> okay. So... Create a challenge, 
Think about how you can unite your community together in a way that is unique to you, to your brand. Maybe you have some kind of 30-day, maybe it's a weight loss challenge, or maybe it's a yoga challenge. Maybe it is a music challenge. Maybe it's a, you know, it'd be really cool for you musicians out there. Have you and everyone in your community come up with a single, like a beat a day, just a basic, like, just a basic one, right? Something super simple. I don't know music well enough, probably like 32 bars or something. I don't know. Something super simple, though, that everyone could do. And if you are surrounded by or trying to build a brand based on working with musicians, easy, right? Easy. Do this once a quarter or so, like four times a year. I guarantee you people are going to get more and more and more involved in it over time because it's fun to do something together with other people. I have an example of this on Instagram. I do uh, 10-day meditation challenges and it's completely free. I don't charge for it. I just start a group chat with anyone who wants to be involved and we have a private chat where we all talk each other through 10 days of meditation and people love it because it's easier to stick with something whenever you know that other people are on that journey with you. Uh, I've also thought about doing this in the sense of having a 30-day consistency challenge for streamers. And if streaming was a huge part of my strategy right now, that's I would totally be doing this. Imagine a 30-day streaming challenge where every person that joined committed to sticking to their schedule completely and not skipping a day for a single month and then sharing their results. What happened? Did they grow faster? Did they not? Did they find it difficult? Was it emotional? Was it hard? Like sharing that experience with people is really, really valuable because you know those people are going to go out and talk about what they're doing on social media, which is going to alert more people to that movement, to that challenge, which means the next time you run it, it's just going to grow and grow and grow. So think about how you can create a challenge that's unique to you and your brand. Next is show behind the scenes. Because when you show people your behind the scenes process, they feel like they're seeing something secret. When people see behind the scenes, they get a fuller concept of what you do, the amount of work that you put in, the energy, the effort. It helps them become appreciative of all of those the the energy that you're putting into what you do this works really well when your behind the scenes process helps them solve their own problem so for example i show behind the scenes on instagram a lot things that i'm struggling with with sponsorships or with haters or things that i'm going through in my business And I always position it as, here's what I'm dealing with right now, and here's the core lesson that I think that someone in your position could take away from this. So if you start sharing your behind-the-scenes process, don't just share behind-the-scenes like it's a vlog, like it's your day-to-day life. That's really good for helping people kind of get to know you better, helping uh, attach people to your personality and your life a little bit more, but think about how that behind the scenes stuff that you're doing is helpful for your audience. Always, always, always think about how does this relate to who I want as my customers, my viewers, my my audience, my community, right? Always relate things to those people because it's not about you. It's really just about them. 
the next thing that we can have you do to grow your community, get people more engaged and get them to pay more attention and spend more time in your space is give them a name. Okay, super simple. Give them a name. You've seen this used a hundred times. Why does everybody use this? It's because giving your community a name unites them under a singular identity. It's going to bring people in your space closer together and it satisfies the vocabulary part of building your brand. So we've talked about the seven components that you need in order to build a really successful brand. If you haven't read Primal Branding by Patrick Hanlon, highly, highly recommend that book. It is absolutely amazing. It is an incredible book that will open you up to branding in a way that you've never thought about before. Uh, it's definitely one of the books that blew my mind and it it helped open me up to this world of branding and creating a brand and being an influencer isn't just luck. It's not just something that some people have it and some people don't. It's not an X factor, right? It's it's something that can be strategic. It can be planned out. It can be something that you sit down and you do some worksheets and you get there and you figure it out. In fact, that's why we have Dream Stream Academy, Stream Coach Academy, whatever we're going to call it, our six-week program, because what we do is we do that work. We help people through those worksheets, those exercises to take them from not being known at all, not knowing what their brand is, not knowing who they're trying to help, not knowing what their stream is all about to being clear, having clarity about those things. People are drawn towards clarity and away from confusion, right? So giving them a name is going to bring them closer and it satisfies that vocabulary part of building your brand. Once again, pick up Primal Branding by Patrick Hanlon if you haven't already. But I think something that's really important with this is that you don't just create a name because anyone can have a name for their community. But the big the big point of this is making sure that the name is something that your community and your audience clicks with, that they adopt, that they feel like personifies them and gives them that identity. So how do you do this? Get them involved in it. Once again, let them be influential. Let them have the power over it. Get your community involved while you create your community name because it also helps satisfy that let them decide requirement, right? People are going to feel more invested in the outcome of something whenever they are involved with the the process of creating it. So everyone who was there whenever we created our community name, the YamFam, during our stream, they have this identity where, yes, that is who we are, and it is so powerful and it is so compelling that people who weren't even there during that time ask, like, what's the Amphim all about? Why is everyone so crazy about this community name and this idea? And they want to be part of it, too. They want to adopt it, too, even though they weren't there when the name was created because of the energy behind it, because we all came up with it one day together during a stream. So don't just assign an arbitrary name. Have it be a group experience with your community, all of you coming up with it together. The next thing that you can do to grow your community and get people more engaged is bring them together. So helping your community connect with you is important. 
but you want them to connect with each other. And the more intimately you can do this, that, that sounds like we're going a different direction than we're going. I promise we're not going there. <laughs> you want to bring them together through text. Yeah, that's great. So you've got a Discord channel. Cool. Voice is the next step. So they get a little bit more familiar with each other. If But if you can bring them together through video calls, that is where some magic happens because they don't just get to see what people are typing to each other or what people are saying to each other. They get to visually see each other so they can identify with each other way faster, way stronger. It builds way more trust. You want to grow a community you want a community that feels like a family where everyone's really dope and they always support each other and you have a good time together and you're you just legitimately feel like a family. Get people on video calls together. Do it. I guarantee you it's going to be something that stands out because 99.9999999% of creators are not using this. You typically have to pay to get this level of access to people. And this is in the form of like mastermind groups or courses or programs that are there to get people on video calls together for thousands of dollars, thousands of dollars. But you can bring this to your community and create those connections and bring them together through video calls for free. You just have to do it. <laughs> but the benefit is when you bring them together, they're going to make friends, right? They're going to make friends, not just with you, but with each other. And that's going to make them less likely to leave your community or start ignoring you or your content because they're not just attached to you. They're not just attached to that YouTube video you made once. They're attached to the other people in the space too. Now, to wrap this all up, okay, the very last strategy that I have for you. Episode's not over. We still have a lot more to talk about, but the last strategy here is we want to feature them, right? So we talked earlier about creating a quick win and sharing the, the transformation. You should already be featuring this transformation because it's going to help grow that awareness of your space. So you also need to feature your community members in a way that allows you to help them grow or achieve their goals. So yeah, maybe you're sharing the quick win and that video is helping other people outside of your space get to know what your space does and why it's helpful for people. Maybe you're sharing those on Twitter and they're being shared, they're being discovered, they're being retweeted, or people are at least like, wow, that's really cool. I didn't know that your stream had that level of impact on someone's life. But that is something that is specifically there to help you, right? Having that video is there to help grow your community, grow your space, get you in front of more people. But we need a return, right? We need a return on this relationship because human being relationships are all about reciprocity. How can we reciprocate that help that someone gave to us? How can we feature our community members in a way that doesn't just grow our space, but helps them grow what they want to achieve, helps them achieve their goals? This fits really well with the idea of let them lead, right? Let them be influential. Whenever you feature them, you put them on a pedestal, you show their stuff off. What you're doing is you're giving them that space and you're saying, hey, I believe in you. I believe in what you do and I want to help you 
achieve whatever your goal is here. So here, let me put you in front of everyone else. And what this is going to do is two different things. One, it's going to speak volumes to the person that you're supporting, the person that you're putting in front of all your other community members. And two, it's going to inspire other people because they're going to see, oh, wow, this person really helps people in their community. I, I can't believe that. They would. I wonder if they would help me too right? I want to be put on a pedestal like that. I want to feel influential like that. I want to be important to them and the rest of their community too. So they're going to be once again, more likely to spend time in your space. People are hands down drawn to spaces that they think will help them get attention. So if you become someone who's really, really good at highlighting other members of your community, your space is going to stand out and is going to grow way faster versus everyone else who isn't using this strategy. A lot of people who are partnered now used this like a year ago, a year and a half ago, two years ago, but it's not really something that you're seeing a ton right now, right? Which means that there's a really good opportunity for someone to use this strategy and do really well with it. In fact, I think Dylan, my my partner, used this whenever he was close to being partnered i'm pretty sure he would feature like a new streamer every week on his stream i have very vague memories of this because i didn't really know him back then but i i remember him featuring like a new streamer every week on his stream and he would just tell other people about their stream he would be supportive of them and eventually he got to the point very quickly where he got partnered and that was a huge reason why. That was a huge contributor to his success because it made people want to be featured. It made people want to participate. And they saw that he was a supportive person, right? And we want to surround ourselves with people who are positive and supportive. Now, y'all, this actually goes even deeper, if you can believe it, because at this point, a potential community member is aware of you, right? We talked about your awareness plan. They've engaged with your community. They've maybe uh, participated in one of your community challenges or they have used your quick win and you have highlighted their transformation. Maybe you've featured them, but it's still not enough to keep them coming back. There are a lot of other strategies that you can use to kind of strengthen those ties. And these strategies are really, really great for people who are smaller because once again, you have the advantage where you have all that extra time, but they're also really good and really powerful for those of you who are a bit more successful because whenever you are more successful showing people that you dedicate time to having one-on-one -on -one relationships with people still, even though you have a level of success and you have all these people coming to you, is going to speak volumes about your character and it's going to show people that you care beyond just the numbers, right? You still care about the individuals even as you've grown and that's something that I think a lot of us really, really care to maintain about our images as we grow as creators. We want to make sure that people know that we don't become like conceited or uh, obs obsessed with ourselves just in general or obsessed with the numbers, but we're still humble and we're still a human being. But I feel like if I share everything, everything, everything that there are just some things that I want to leave for the people in our 
community, right? There are just some things that I want to leave for those who are in our Dreamstream Academy. And this is not something that I've ever done before, but I have been thinking a lot about what the difference is between free content and paid content. And I really want to make sure that the free content always gives you the what and it gives you the why. Like it always is going to tell you why you should do these things and what things that you should do. But our paid content is always going to give people the how, right? It's going to take you into these strategies deeper. And the remaining strategies that we have here are really how strategies. They're really me breaking it down to the level of worksheets and walking you through exactly how to do this, how to get someone to come back over and over and over. I've shared just as much as I can um, for, of the, the why and the what, but for the how, I really have to reserve that for people in our Dreamstream Academy, Stream Coach Academy. Someday I will figure out the freaking name of this. I swear, I swear. We will be opening up uh, the, the Academy here within the next couple of months because we are finishing out our first beta round of students. We're also going to have an episode where we do a recap of the experience, by the way. That's going to be really freaking cool. I'm really excited for that. So keep an eye out for it. I am going to be releasing a lot more information about the program here soon as well because obviously we don't just talk about how to get people to engage with your content. We go through everything and this program is something that I'm adding to and adding to and adding to over time. So I am going to be uh, adding more programs, more courses, more ebooks, more everything to it because I really want it to be the best program that I can in terms of getting someone who is struggling with what they're doing, getting them into this program and having them come out feeling like they understand who they are, like they have clarity about their content, their direction. And if they do ever have questions in the future, that they have these worksheets and this, this, these conversations and all of this work that me and that student have done together in order to get them on the right path so they can always refer back to that information and they always have access to the material if they need it. So anyways, I digress. Uh, you're going to have more information about that within the next couple of months as well if it is something that you are interested in signing up for because I know a lot of you have uh, expressed interest at signing up for that already and my one-on-one -on -one coaching is going to be going away so that I can focus on that. It's still like low-key on the DL. I don't really do it but I'm still working with people who are still signed up. Uh, anyways, that being said, if you would like to get on the waitlist for the next launch of Dreamstream Academy, Stream Coach Academy, whatever, you can go to streamcoach.tv and sign up there. Make sure that you subscribe to the show if you haven't already. Leave us a comment if you could. That would be so, so, so generous and so helpful. It really does help people discover the show. If you feel like this was a helpful episode for you, please leave a comment and let us know so that way we can um, keep on helping more creators, right? That's all we want to do. And I'm really honored that y'all let me help you this week. And I hope that last part didn't come across as like salesy or anything or scummy. Uh, it's not that I'm trying to 
hide any information behind a paywall. That's really, I don't believe in that. It's not something that I want you all to think that I do. But these strategies specifically, this has never happened before. These are just so how oriented that it has to be, those have to be the distinction, right? I have to have that distinction between what is free and what is paid and the the paid just, I, I need to respect my students and I hope that you all can understand that. I don't want them to pay for stuff that they just like you know, have heard a million times and then they feel like they don't really get any value out of, out of it. Right. So anyways, uh, I love you all so much. I will see you next week. Keep crushing it. You're going to kill 2020. I'm going to kill 2020 or 2020 is going to kill me. I'm not really sure yet. Bye. <laughs>